Shit up, baby. <laughs> Welcome to the OFD podcast. I'm Sauce. <laughs> I am Bertrand. And holy fucking shit. Let's rock and roll, Are Brisbane. You me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me, Brisbane? Yeah. If this ain't the best city on fucking earth, if it ain't the Olympic city, I'm not here. Berkey's not here. Cheers. Cheers, brother. Come here. Give me another. Give me two. Come here. Give me two Come of the best. Here. For the Broncos and the Lions, not in that order, but let's fucking buck, baby. We did it, Saucy. We did it. We've been talking about it all year. Oh, my God. We've manifested it, and greatness has just happened in the Olympic City. In the Olympic City, it is here, it is rocking. If you're not from Brisbane, but you don't have plans on visiting Brisbane, think again. Think again, because this city is rocking and we are about to do, this is my hashtag, Saucy, it's TBQ. Speak to me. TBQ, the Brisbane Quinella. It's going to happen. I want the shareholders, all right, from now on, if you're posting photos of the lines, if you're posting photos of the Broncos, you hashtag TBQ. I like it. And that shit is going to be trending this week and next week. I need to settle down a bit because, you know what? No, I don't. No, you don't. I absolutely don't. We made it to the promised land. What What is about <laughs> to happen, you have to think about. You have to think about it deeply. Because it's 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 literally the impossible. Has it been done before? No, I don't, I don't think so. No. Will it be it. done again? Yeah, it will. It fucking likely will. And this is the first of many. The oh. TBQ, the Quinella. The TBQ, the Brisbane Quinella shareholders. We are going to get this hashtag trending to places that you know hashtags haven't trended before. Because right now. Brisbane Broncos and Brisbane Lions are doing things that's never happened before. So, episode 17, right? Oh, don't. Of the OFD podcast. Yeah. Grand final week. Grand final week. What happened 17 years ago, Samuel? 17 years ago. Do you want to say it or do I? This fine, fine, fine city in 2006 won an NRLGF. Yeah, we did. The Bronx did it. They beat the Storm in 06, 17 years ago. So you do the math. Um, You can't script this shit, can you? You can't script it. What we do, we manifest the fuck out of what you want. And who would have thought OFD's 17th app on grand final week would be 17 years since a Broncos premiership? I'm honestly beside myself. I know (laughs) you are too. And, And it's even more fucking fitting that... Round one this year, we dusted off Penrith, and in the last game of the season in the GF, it's scripted that we're going to do it again. We won that one by one point. I think it's going to come down to a bit of a nail biter, but I think we, we can. I know we can do it. I oh, know the boys are going to do it. It's going to be a one to twelve job. Yeah. So shareholders, if you're looking for our gym, let's just give it away early. It's Bronx one to twelve. I've gone even closer. Oh, you I've, want- I've gone something chronic and gone one to five. But that's that's another story. I for love another, a field goal. Day. If there's yeah. going to be two people that are going to kick a field goal in a GF, besides Thurston, 
who I, I still fucking him off, you know, after yeah. 2015. Yeah. But it's going to be Adam Reynolds or it's going to be Nathan Cleary. 20 years ago, too, was the anniversary that the Lions fucked the pies as well. So That's crazy. There is so much shit going on right now. Yeah. Look, we uh, before we get into the Lions, I just want to say, obviously, we're... Uh, we're live from the Cactus Hotel. <laughs> uh, and Don't ever forget that. Yesterday, this is why the pod's coming to you a bit late, ladies and gentlemen, mm. shareholders, if I may. Uh, the Bronx were here for lunch, so we fed we fed them. We fed greatness yesterday. We fed them greatness. And let's just say what we put on their steaks, palmies and whatever was the right sort of fucking concoction to let them lift the trophy. No beers, no alcohol. We made sure of that. They made sure of that. Just Coke Zeros, the finest, some waters, some San Pell. I think they had three or four courses. The boys were well fed. They were, they were, they were well greased fed? up. They were greased fucking up. They were oiled up. They, and you don't get that in Mount Druitt. That's the difference. No, you don't. <laughs> in Mount Druitt, you don't get fed greatness. You yes, get a doner kebab. <laughs> yes, you might have won. And a bashing. You might have won two premierships, but yeah, it might have come with a stab wounding or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't clean. No, it wasn't. You didn't get to sit there in gorgeous Brisbane in this weather that is, what is it, top of 28? Oh, it's it's... It's beautiful is what it is. Only it's, blue sky. Yeah. It's it's the Olympic city. And I just can't I can't fathom how fucking good I feel and how great this is. If you're not having a good week and you're not from Brisbane, I suggest you book a flight. I know there's Bonanza or Bonza are doing oh. cheap flights. Get your ass up here. If you haven't guessed it, this is the Brisbane pod. This, this is the is. pod of Brisbane. As, as you might have been aware, I was down at uh, the captain's run last Friday. And look, if you don't follow our socials, follow our socials. <laughs> this song was playing. Sing it, baby. Sing it, baby, Broncos. The mighty Broncos. <laughs> There's going to be a bit of this going on, shareholders. So if you didn't know, Kevy Walters confirmed the rumours. OFD is officially an unofficial partner of the <laughs> Brisbane Broncos. So we're providing you up-to-date information. Obviously, Herbie, there was a scare with yeah. his uh, And Reese, they say. So, look, after this potty, Sauce and I have advised Herbie that we will drive over there. And if he needs any locomotion or anything, I am fully up for it. I will check on him. We'll give him a rub. Oh, I'll be giving him a rub down for we'll sure. Rub those hammies up one at a time, maybe both at the same time. One leg Drive him bird. wherever he wants us yeah. to drive him. Um, so it is all happening. Obviously, if we're coming, if we're loud to you shareholders right now, it's because there is so much lead in my pencil. And of course, my partner's pencil here. It is. My pacer is full. If I was like. Of a, ink and lead. <laughs> Not I, so much ink because I wouldn't work. If I was a helium balloon, okay, my helium would be the Brisbane air yeah. that just comes from the Broncos and Lions fucking body odor. I'd be a full beer. I'd be a schooner of gold that just full to the brim. And it'd just, just go up. And it'd be, it'd be the, it'd be, the froth would be going over the edges. And be licking it up. Oh, fuck. You know what would be great? If we got a couple of cocktails dropped off to us during this app sourcing. Yeah, I think I think we can make it happen. <laughs> We're in the finest establishment in Brisbane. There We're is, in Brisbane's pub. There is, we are in Brisbane's pub. And right and now... I gotta, is, I gotta say, fucking this, let go. This mate. place was fucking going bananas. Oh, yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. 
On 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 the the Saturday, um, obviously it was the double header. Um, the both teams got the job done. I've never seen this place just so enthusiastic about the Lions, which yeah. was good to see. And then into the Broncos, obviously. So the games overlapped a bit. There was about five minutes yes, there of was. the last quarter, yeah. which um, overlapped into the Broncos, and the Lions had it sealed up. Sealed. So I, I, you know, was kind of nervous about it, and I knew this was going to happen. I mm. was kind of nervous that what if it came down to the wire and I had to change the channel. Oh. So I've had to. Ch- I've gone around and I, I was standing there. I've got it on my, got the app on my phone, and I've, cha- I got to change all the TVs, and I'm thinking, fuck, if I change this channel, they're going to boo. Like you the, it's are, just yeah. gonna it's just gonna go sideways here. Mm. Change the channels, each TV. Cheers. Because we knew that we the, knew. the shareholders of the Caxton, yeah. everyone knew the everyone punters, knew. they knew that it, the Broncos uh, sorry, the Lions had had it fucking sewn up. Mate, the Louis and they were ready, back. They, were, they were ready for fucking for, for the Bronx Nation <laughs> to absolutely destroy the Wars. It was like the, you know, we you'd finished your entree, okay? And you're ready for that main. Like you might have had a little bit left over of the entree, but no, just give us the main, yeah. baby. And yeah. that's no disrespect to the Lions. Oh shit, no. It was so, more so we know that this is done. It was done. Yeah. And God, Carlton. What a fucking bunch of pansies. Up by 30-odd in the first, little did they know that there was the roar of the pride. The pride of Brisbane. The pride of Brisbane. Undefeated at the at the, the Gabatoire. Which is just, once again, to Charlie Cameron and co. So. Fucking bravo. Yeah. Intel from a, from a shareholder, mm. um, from AV, Mr. Vienna. He uh, he's got some word from Charlie that they're keen to come back here after they win. The you are kidding me! Yeah, the after party is at the Caco shareholders. They reckon um, flights get in at about three p.m. on the Sunday. Yeah, boys will be dusty as little hell after thumping Collingwood. Oh. Um, and they want to cut. They want to. They have a function to go to first. Yeah, then they're going to be here. I think maybe plans plans are to watch the uh, the Broncos. Win the GF up here upstairs. Yeah, I, I don't know. If, I don't know if we put them upstairs. I don't know if they want to be a part of it in no. the car park. Send them in the um, zoo, mate. Send yeah, them I reckon in we set up set them up with a bit of a bit of a VIP sort of some bollards, some fucking some some velvet yellow rope. I don't just mind that. Yeah, get them in the car park. Just a little get tin the red party. Carpet out for them, and you service them the way they should be served. Imagine them all in their in their lines kit in the car park with their medals. The fucking trophy, oh. just sitting there sinking tins of gold, fucking rumbos, Charlie Cameron's fucking revving them up. Revving them up, yeah. playing that fucking song that we all know and love. Like, can you imagine if he, if that song starts getting played? <laughs> Almost heaven. Play West, that shit. West Virginia. Saturday. I don't know what is. One of the greats by John Denver and Charlie Cameron's goal. He kicks goal three. Song. He kicks three. Three plus. Yeah, three plus. We'll start him off at three. Um, and then we'll just work our way up from yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. It's going to be a cracking game. Like, let, let's just remember how good an AFL GF is Saturday Arvo footy at the G. Yeah, I thought um I thought Suncorp well, I know Suncorp's the best stadium in the world, but I've got to give it to Melbourne, the city of Melbourne. Give it to them. No, like in a no, positive yeah, way. No, I, I know, think I, I know. think the MCG might be the best 
the Colosseum. I was going to say it's the Colosseum. Mm. It's actually the new the new age Colosseum. They'll look back on it in a thousand years and they'll dig up the Gabba. Uh, sorry, the the MCG, <laughs> and they'll go. They'll go, they'll dig up the Gabba as well and say fuck yeah. But they'll dig up they'll dig up the MCG and go. Warfare happened here. Yeah. Warfare literally happened here. We we went to war in this place and the lions did the unthinkable. Yeah. So it's, it's I was gonna say it's it's probably the best stadium in the world. It hundred percent is behind the, the behind yeah, the uh, bring them in. The, holy shit. <laughs> oh god, yes. You got walkie talkies down there? They heard us. Come come yeah, in. Yeah, come on, Thank drop you so them much. in. Thank you so much. Shit, they look delicious. Thank you. You are amazing. A million. That's, <laughs> that's, that's great. That the execution was second to none. I tell you what, if she delivers the fucking drinks like the lines are going to do on Saturday. Look. Come here. Let me shareholders, that. Shareholders, what's just happened is we've got some, we've got some themed cocktails Who here. was that lovely lady? Uh, Janine. Janine. Tell you what, Janine would have won three votes at the Brownlow last weekend if she was dropping that stuff off. <laughs> so, if you're listening, we've just got three. Uh, what would you say that colour is, Samuel? Jeez, it's like a, an off-maroni pink. It's a bit like the pink of OFD. It's the OFD cocktail. It is the OFD. In, basically, in theme of the weekend... In, in true shareholder fashion, we want you all to rip the fuck in and enjoy Let's yourself. fucking buck, baby. It might be a Tuesday, but it's grand final week. Mm. <laughs> oh, that is delicious. <laughs> that is delicious. Look, I'm going to put it to your shareholders. Just fucking call it a week. Call it a fucking week. And then call next week a week. <laughs> and let's get stuck into our work because we have to do this fucking Olympic City so goddamn proud. And oh, we will. Good. That is delicious, That's mate. delicious nectar. That is delicious nectar. Shit, I'm teaching them something downstairs. They know how to make a cocktail. Fuck oh, yeah. man, they know. So let, let, let's not muck around. Obviously... What happened over the course of the weekend for Brisbane was fantastic, but we've got to pay our dues. Friday night, Collingwood obviously took the chocolates and Panthers put on an absolute display. So both teams, Saucy, can I hit you with this one? Because we are full of omens and fucking manifesting and whatever other word you might want to come up with, right? So it came across my desk via a shareholder. Here's a fun fact for you. The last time the teams that finished first and second on the ladders in both the NRL and the AFL was back in 2008. Yep. Now, let me tell you who won that. The teams that both finished second, Manly beat the Storm, they finished second. Hawthorne, my beloved Hawks, which we know love so much, Poos and Wees, they beat Geelong. So, omen for you. Little fun guess. Who finished second this year? Lions and Broncos. <laughs> you do the maths. Oh, mate. Get the fucking line. That's that's ridiculous. There is so much juju in this air right Load now. Load up on that, Quinny. Load up on that, Quinny. Load up on that TBQ. TBQ. Can we talk to um, Tab? Who's, one of, who's our official wagering sponsor uh, here? Unofficially. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly, officially, unofficially. TAB. TAB. They're the, uh, they're the, unless someone else wants to come on board. Yes. But at the Caxton Hotel, TAB, um, they're our obvious 
I do wagering I, on on premise wagering. Can't anything to do with alcohol. So if I if we do have no, alcohol no, in, the, of course. in the thing, you know, whatever. But you know, if someone wants to come on board, then well, we're waiting. Saucy, I, I do have a shareholder at Entame, which I know he's listening, and yeah. we, we are working on him as we speak. So. Maddie, congratulations on your newborn. But if you if you could get Ladbrokes or Neds on board, brother, you got a newborn podcast sponsor. We've got we have got so many shareholders ready to rip the fuck in. Obviously, we didn't get jam over the weekend. I forgot to put in my bet. Forgot or didn't? Well, forgot. Yeah, we'll, we'll kick. I, I got to apologise to all the shareholders. I was supremely confident on that one. Um, I've got to say as well, stick to what you know. Fuck, this is delicious, Yeah, that's, that's silly good, eh? Stick to what you know. And I haven't lost a finals, NRL finals game this year in, in tipping. I've tipped them all. I don't know what it would be. How many How many games is that? Eight plus? Yeah, something Maybe. like that. Maybe. Yeah. So I'm not – you obviously know I'm not into my AFL as much as I am my rugby league, mm. but I had some really good intel what I thought from a shareholder. I'm not, I, I mean, he tipped GWS to win the other week. That was a good um, shout but both teams won. Like, the Lions won, Collingwood won. Mm. I did say if you don't like the jam, maybe back it up, load up on just head-to-head. All four teams won that were tipped. Okay. Just not the two AFL games with the line. Yeah. Um, obviously, Collingwood won by one. I think Lions won by 16. 16. Uh, and, Something uh, like that. Yeah, it was 18 and a half and 10 and a half. But, you know, we go again. We go better. And, yeah, I'll be back. Oh, we'll be you, back for this weekend. will be back. We aren't going anywhere, baby. Hey, um, quick shout-out to Favola. Okay, the Fev Fev man, I don't know if... He's a turncoat. He's a turncoat, but he also knows how to wind up a crowd, in particular the fucking pies. Now, I don't know if the shareholders have caught a glimpse. This might be news to you. But (laughs) Fev's rocked up to training in a full-blown... Lions get up. Oh, shit, yeah. To pies training. That's the sort of energy that just wins your flags. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You see, I I like Fev because of his antics at the Brownlow. Um, And we all know about the Brownlow that just happened. Yes. Um, But, yeah, I I, I like Fev. I, I, I like him because he went, he played for the Lions, obviously, Looks like a funny character. Tell you uh, what, he, he's still fat as fuck, Fev, if you're listening. Brother. He was a bit chunky when he was playing for the Lions, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, he hasn't missed a beat. I tell you what, he'd be ripping into those Monopoly meals or something at the moment, the way he's ripping into McDonald's. But uh, Yeah, no. Anyway, <laughs> he, he's a big boy. He is a big boy. But shout out to Fev, that shit's fucking awesome. What do you think of the Brownlows, bruh? Mate, love the Brownlows. I've got a special treat for the shareholders, okay? I don't know if I should do it now or wait, but I've got a special treat. Lockie Neal, what he put forward was absolutely... No one predicted it. He was 13s with the bookies. I didn't have him winning. And my God, didn't he storm home? So I don't know when you want me to reveal this... uh, Whenever you're ready, bro. You just just give me the green light. I feel like I might do it now. I go feel, for it. I feel like I might do you it. You go now. for it, man. Righto, shareholders. So, I was watching the Brownlow last night, okay? And there's a lot of people, you know, that say, oh, fuck, Berkey, the Brownlows are boring. You listen to Gil McLaughlin go through every goddamn team, every goddamn round. Three, two, ones. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you were watching. Anyway. We, we had someone book a table. <laughs> they caught up and booked a table of seven to watch the, the Brownlows here. And I thought, 
Why? Oh, like, really? Oh, you were televising <laughs> it? Yeah, we televised. Well, there's nothing else on a, on a oh, Monday. mate, I thought it was so exciting. So what it got me thinking was, I thought, fuck, Berkey. I was lying in bed. I couldn't sleep. And I had this light bulb moment. I said, you know what? Spring carnival's coming up. Why don't you retell what happened last night at the Brownlows and tell it like it's a horse race? I love that. I love okay? that a lot. So what I'm going to do for you shareholders, anyone that didn't watch the Brownlows last night, I am going to retell the Brownlows as if it was a horse race, okay? (laughs) As if it was the Charles Brownlow Cup. Charles. Okay? So if you can stick with me here, I'm going to get pretty into it. I'm like Matty Hill or Darren Flindell. He's been talking about this. He's been geeing it up to me and he's and he said, I really want to, I want you to hear it before I do it. And I said, nah, just fucking go live. He wants I a want surprise. So this is, this is, uh, what's it called when you, it's almost like you're breaking a single. You yeah. know, no one's You're heard, releasing no, your single. No yeah. one's heard the track. No, no one's heard it. It's, right, it's a premiere. I, I'm going to get right into my work here, shareholders, so stick with me, okay? And they're going into the barrier. They're set for the 2023 Charles Brownlow Cup. Racing in the 2023 Charles Brownlow Cup, and what a beautiful start that was. Gee, Gil McLaughlin, he's got to be happy with that, and have a look at him. He looks as comfortable as ever in his final count. All the big guns have jumped cleanly. Now, where's the favourite, Dacos? There he is. He's jumped straight to the front, and he said, catch me if you can. (laughs) But have a look at the chef on TikTok from Melbourne, Christian Petrarca. He's breathing right down the favourite's throat. Noah Anderson, you'd think he was in the green room on the Goldie, he's looking that well. Jordan Dawson, he's like fine wine in the Adelaide Vineyard. They're both in the thick of it early. Now there's the tall timber from Geelong, Jeremy Cameron. You wouldn't miss him and his cows. Bont and Neil have balanced up beautifully, followed by the blonde tips from Sydney, Chad <laughs> Warner. Dangerfield is throwing his head around, ladies and gentlemen. The champ doesn't look comfortable. Behind him is the reigning Brownlow medalist Praddy Cripps and his stable mate Charlie Kernow, the Coleman medalist. Have a look at the mullet on Jack Sinclair. It's flying all over the place. Surrounded by him is the two young bucks from Port Adelaide. Zach Butters and Connor Rosie. Errol Goulden is out the back, but you know the swan won't stop flapping his wings till the end. So with a mile to go in the grey race, the friends at the Crown are absolutely roaring and loving it. And no, I'm not talking about the old bloke who just won a major on the pokies. But congratulations <laughs> to you, brother. Oh. Dacos is travelling beautifully, but the question is, will he be able to run the trip? Petrarca, he's right there. His teammates right beside him, but he'll be hoping he won't be getting in his way this time. Likewise, I can hear Bont yelling at Libertore, stop stealing my votes. The <laughs> Tiger Army has erupted because Tim Torino is starting to get into his work. Right on his toes is the young bull from Hawthorne, Jai Newcomb. And there's the All-Australian captain, Toby Green. I've been waiting to call his name with a 1,000 to go in the great race. The pace really starts to ramp up. Have a look at Caleb Sarong from Fremantle sneaking through the pack. And here comes Errol Goulden 
all the way from the Harbour City. He's flying and at the 600 metres, the big guns are there. Dacos followed by Petrarca, Bont, Neil and Butters. Sarong and Goulden are absolutely airborne, weaving their way through the pack. Dacos hits the lead with 100 to go, but here comes Bontempelli up the inside at the 50 and holy tomorrow, Lockie Neil right down the outside, gets his head in front and he wins it. Lockie Neil wins his second Brownlow medal, Bontempelli second, Dacos third, he looks like he's pulled up lame, followed by Goulden and Butters, then came Petrarca who was interfered by Viney once again. What a fantastic race. Oh my goodness me, shareholders, holy shit. Round of applause for the greatest call you've ever fucking heard in your life. Oh, that felt good. Well fucking done, son. Cheers to that. Holy shit. Mate, you had veins popping out of places I didn't know veins existed there. Oh my God. Holy shit. Is that Tony Brassel? Bruh, that felt so good. That was that was real good. So shareholders, I'm up. if you didn't know what how the Brownlow went, because people say it's boring. I hope that sounded exciting. Fucking oath it was. Now I was you got an, up. Now you got an understanding, okay? Now you know as well that the fucking spring carnival's around the corner and, and <laughs> if you need a race caller, <laughs> TAB, I got one to the to the left of me. I'm here all day, ladies and gentlemen, and, and I am Absolutely ready to rock and roll. Here's to silly season as well, oh, to the spring carnival. Come here. Fuck that felt good, saucy. Mate, that was that was really good. So Lockie Neal takes the fucking bickies. He and took the bickies and he came storming home. There's a lot of controversy. <laughs> There's a lot of controversy. And so there should be because this great song is up and about. You'll be hearing this on Saturday. You will be hearing this on Saturday. And don't get over it either. Should we get some predictions? <laughs> I've uh, I've tipped one to uh, one to thirty nine. You're saying what, Charlie to score? Three plus. Yeah. I think um, I'm expecting big things from the Brownlow medalists. There's been a few people come out and question the integrity of the voting system. Now, don't get me wrong. Obviously, there was three votes that went to him during the GWS game. That is uh, a bit, you know, how you going? But that's not Lockie's fault, fuckers, okay? Lockie doesn't write the rules. Lockie just plays the game. No, he he plays it, apparently, he plays it pretty fucking well. Plays it pretty well and also wins. Yeah, he's a winner. Win, 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 win. Lockie's, so, Lockie's middle name is Win. I'm expecting him to go off. Hugh McCluggage might kick a goal. Love to see big Joey Danaher. I was going to say, I, I like Joe Danaher. That's going to be a massive matchup. I don't know if Darcy Moore's going to come on to him. Do you think it'll be high scoring or low scoring, considering the last couple of finals games have been low scoring? Look, I'd love to, I think there'll be points. Lions, yeah. Lions, traditionally, they score, okay? Well, they win, too. Well, they win, too. But at the G, bigger uh, circumference. Can I hit you with that? Is it a bigger stadium, no, a bigger way, field? Oh, huge. Than the, than the way gather. bigger, way bigger, way bigger. So, look, mate, that that's how I think there'll be plenty of points. Dugowie was absolutely outstanding. Is that scary? On Friday night, scares the shit out of me. Not sure if they tag who's, him. Who's the bald fella Which, who plays for the Pies? The bald fella that he's, plays... He's in, he's in and around the ruck all the time. He's not huge. 
He's mm. he's a good player. De, I know Dugowie's a freak. Dugowie's a freak. I think Dunkley will go on to Goey. I think they put him straight on there and they say, you follow that fucker. I love you, brother, but we'll follow you around. We'll tag the living shit out of you. He's yeah. like a, he'll be like a bouncer, mate. You just follow him around. Yeah. No, I... I uh, I, I'd love to be going down there. I think I think we got some shareholders doing the double, you said. We do have shareholders doing the double. No shareholders will be tagging TPQ. Oh, yeah. TBQ. What do I say? TP. I don't know. I'll turn TPG. TBQ. So, look, it's going to be a cracking game. Norm Smith. Who we we got to give the shareholders a Norm Smith. I've got a Churchill. You give me your Norm Smith. Right, my normie. Just because he's coming back here, Charlie. Charlie, yeah, Charlie. Nah, it's huge. I'd Charlie, pick, I'd pick Charlie too. Just no bias, but we'll man. have we'll have a deal. Charlie wins the Norm Smith. He stits his ass right beside he us. His ass sits. Stits or sits, mate. That race call's got me fucking. You absolute, rattled. Mate, you rattled. Are you? Absolutely momentum. Well, I momentum. I don't know how Darren. Momentum. I don't know how Darren Flindell or Matty Hill do that. What's momentum mean? It means when you're losing your way, <laughs> <laughs> you keep going. You got to keep going. I you got, got that to, from a shareholder. You've got to. You've got to fight through it. So look, Charlie Cameron, this is the deal. You win the Norm Smith. You bring you your Norm Smith. Back here. On OFD. Yeah. And we let rip. Look at these cocktails, brother. You know you'd love a suckle on one of them. Charlie loves a loves a beverage, refreshing oh. beverage. Uh, and bring bring Lockie Neal too, and I can reshare the brown load to him as well. So this is my Clive Churchill, and it might seem a bit uh, out there, might seem a bit left field, but I don't think a lot of the time Clive Churchill winners, mm-hmm. they're a bit left field. They're a bit out there. Yes. It's not someone who you expect unless it, it really is like a fucking 10 yeah, out of 10 yeah, performance. Yeah, I know what you're so saying. So for the, for the money, I feel like this is just hard to go past. So he's a forward. He's a fellow strawberry blonde, a strawby. He doesn't – he's not a banana farmer, is he? He doesn't fuck around, and I'll tell you that, <laughs> and that's what I love about his fucking work, is the, is the fellow rips in. He's a fucking unit, yeah. big Tommy Flegler. Tommy paying, Flegler paying something stupid like ninety dollars or something okay. to win the to win the Churchill. I had a look at it uh, last night, and I, I mean like Payne Haas and Paddy Carrigan, Reese Walsh, Walsh um, they're all there. Adam Reynolds, I think they'll be hard to go past sure. when the Broncos win. Yep. But I think for the value, putting like. Bruh, put fucking put 10 a, on it. Yeah, put, put a blueberry on it. on it. Put 10 on that. It is, it is obscene that he's playing $91. You watch the game that he had against the Wars. He was outstanding, He ripped saucy. the fuck in. 91. Like belts blokes. 91s I'm getting. So Yeah, I think I got that. Yeah, 91. Yeah. Yeah. So you have a blueberry I on mean, it. put that on it just as your backup, like OFD sort of yeah. market. Have your own bet, but that's all I'm saying is put a blueberry on it and see what happens. Fuck around and find out. That's what I think. Fuck I think, around and I think, find I think Penrith out. are going to okay. try and fuck around and find out that Tommy yeah. Fluke is a fucking assassin. He's going to hit you with a banana over there and fucking win the Clive Churchill yeah, and the yeah. game for the Bronx. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So keep going, you know. Saucy. That was outstanding. The yeah, way, thank you. Like bit of at, venom in that. At the end of the day, the Penrith Panthers they want to be considered the best team, and this is what I love about this matchup. So they are potentially. Undisputedly, if they win this three in a row, they'll definitely be the best team in the NRL era. Yeah. So you compare them. But they're what, not. What I love about this matchup is that 
our Brisbane Broncos get to decide where they stand in history. Well, we've been we, saying we stand it in the way all fucking pod season since the get go that this is this team that they've assembled that they've got. I mean, I, f- I, f- I think it was Jesse Arthur's and Adam Reynolds, the only two that aren't, and maybe I think Corey Oates maybe are the only two or three that aren't from the academy and they haven't all played yes. as like Broncos sort of. Oh no, I think Corey Oates is a part of that, but yeah, he's obviously, he's obviously a bit older, but like that younger little crop of fucking just mm. general people. Generals? Yes. Little, yes. Little, little mini generals? They haven't they haven't come through our grassroots program, which is world class, might I add. It's it's it's, it's, it's our time. It's the Broncos' time. But I love that we decide. We decide Penrith's fate in history. Do you know Pen- what I mean? So if Penrith, if Penrith want to be the best team, they don't have to go through the Roosters. They don't have to go through the Storm. Yeah, they went through the Storm, but they, they don't have to beat them on the big stage. This is the thing, though. This is the only team right now, this year, that has looked capable, and in the last... Two years when Penrith have won. It's the only team that I think is capable of winning this, winning the grand final against Penrith. Oh. Every other year, Penrith have been dirty, dirty favourites, I think. And rightfully so, but yeah. I think they're, still, they're obviously still going to be no. favourites. But this Broncos team is the only fucking team that can do it, and they will do it. Look, let's be real here. Penrith Panthers are a world-class side. We're not going to beat around the bush and say this is just a walk in the park for our Brizzy Broncos. We're going to give them the respect they deserve. Yeah. We're going to give Collingwood the, the respect they deserve because both sides, at the end of the day, they you've, finish number one. Yeah, I was going to say, you win, you, you've made the grand final, so you yeah. deserve some respect. So we'll give you the respect, but we'll also call a spade a spade. Jerome Luai, your shoulder looked good against Storm. Tried against Kurt Capewell. Tried against Jordan Ricky. Tried against Payne Haas. Tried against Pat Carrigan. Keep going. Tried against Tom Flegler. Yep. And I'm not done. Try against Kobe Edwards. I was going to say Kobe, baby. <laughs> Kobe <laughs> and, was in my head. And Brendan. Brendan Bacora. We keep coming at you, Jerome. So start running at your fucking boombox because that's what it's going to feel like when those fuckers run at you. Who's on his side? Who's on that left side? So Jerome's on the left. On our right, we have Jordan, Jordan Ricky. Holy fucking Katoni's going to jam him. What Holy they, fucking shit. What they've got to realise is our right-hand side is the best right-hand side in the uh, the league. Well, the left's pretty fucking handy. Left's handy, but I'm telling you from a statistical point of view. So look, Nathan Cleary, maybe move to the fucking other side, brother. <laughs> Save, save, you know save Jerome! I mean? Save Jerome some fucking yeah. <laughs> save Jerome a shoulder. Yeah, and I can't wait till Jerome pops his shoulder around. Then they bring on Jack Cogger. Jack Cogger ain't bad. He, he, Jack, he's a system player, but Jack Cogger ain't bad. If it was a New South Wales Cup final, look this cocktail you hear it rattling. God, it was good. That was delicious. But so it's it's, it's a massive, massive, massive. Oh, I just love this city so yeah. much. I, I got to say, um, looking at this cocktail, the shareholder, the cocktail of the shareholders. Yeah, I've got to apologise to one shareholder no. on uh, on you, Saturday. Why? I don't know who he was. I don't know who what he happened? was. He was he was he was in the line outside, and he said, "Is there any line? Is there a line for any shareholders?" Oh, this this is hilarious. Can you t- read that? Read his message. No, I no, read? no. It's a different. It's not. It's not that shareholder that I was oh, telling you about. It was just a random shareholder. A random and I, shareholder. And I, I might have made. It, I don't know. I just he said something. And I was fucking in the moment. It was busy. It was packed. We were at capacity. 
<coughs> just about at capacity and I um It was a full house. It was a fucking full house. It was a full house. It was a full mate. house. And I just and I kind of just ignored him. And I said, nah. And I felt so bad because I was in the moment and I just yeah. I wasn't rude, but no. I just, and I think he got it. You were he under was the mucking pump. around. I was under the pump and I just I just said, nah, bro, nah. Shareholders, you've got to understand when there's a full house at the cauldron. Saucy is absolutely under the pump, so just give him a bit of leeway. I got it. I got it. Can I say this? He sent me this message of this no. one shareholder. No, it's great chat. No. no, it's great chat. The shareholder said, "Is there a fast track line for the shareholders?" Now. I think, um, I don't know your name, brother, but that is great lingo. I wish there was a fast track lane for the shareholders at the CACO. We're working on that. When you've got back-to-back prelims, it's a bit tough for Saucy to come up with a fast track lane. Maybe if they were, you know, Bronx were playing the night yeah. on a Sunday afternoon, we could... Well, I've, I've got to say, it was fucking... <laughs> we could come up with a fast track even. lane. It was, it was origin-esque. That, that, that. Yeah, everyone a, saw it. So. i got to say, that's a good idea, shareholders. Fast we, track lane, yeah. we obviously love you so much. That's something I'm working off cameras, shareholders. Um. Give me two, one of those beers. Two shareholders that I did bump into had a great yarn to. Um, can I name names? Like, are we about naming names oh, here or what? Look, I'll I, just I'll just name Divine and Frisbee. Oh, okay. Your your mate from uh, yeah, the other did, week at the Met. What? Are you, oh, yeah. that degenerate. What yeah. is? What are those? No, two? I had a great yarn to them, and they said, "Mate, love the potty. Love how it's going. That's good. And That's really good. Cracked open. I, I doubled. They had a. They had. I think they had a beer. They had a gold or a twoies or something in hand. Yeah. And I said, "I'll be back, fellas." Had a great yarn to them, oh, and I said, "Boys, I'll be back. I'll, I'll bring I'll bring something special back for you." Double parked them or triple parked them with the oh, with, with the claws. Oh, sh- fucking share- shareholders! Listen to this man. That they, is good just from good, you. They're good fellas, bud. See, shareholders, don't act like it's unheard of. No, bruh. it's not. That's what you do. So this is what I'm trying to say. The man is giving. In, well, in more ways than one. Well, all I can say is thank you for coming and supporting and supporting the, the potty and the oh, cack. Oh, sorry, and the caca. Yeah. yeah. How could we forget about? How could we forget about where we're doing this from? <laughs> Fuck! I love this place. I love this city. Fuck, mate. Honestly, do you know what was? It kind of leads me in. Can we? Can we move on? We can absolutely move on. on Because obviously we've been giving a lot of love to this Olympic city and rightfully so. It's grand final week and this is uncharted territories for both sides of the river. But there's also other things going on in the world, shareholders. And there's a lot of things going on that mean a lot to me. A lot to me and Saucy. It ain't just Brisbane, but it's Australia. It's Australia. This is a national thing. Now, we love our fucking Matildas. We love our Wallabies. We love it all. Do you know what I mean? You just made me six to midnight. Okay. Now, what happened on Monday morning? I set my alarm. Obviously, I was fucking hungover as a dog because I gave a red-hot crack Saturday to give it all to those Lions and Bronx. Yep. And I said, I'm going to wake up at five o'clock. Because this is a must-win game for the Wallabies. Yeah. Eddie Jones, he said, you know what? Fucking we are going to get the job done. We are going to win. Well, Eddie Jones, you just won the most prestigious award in Australia right now, and that's OFD Knob of the Week. Bang, bang, baby. So congratulations, Eddie Jones. You fucked up again. 
Australian rugby is officially dead as of Monday. My gut feeling is you sabotaged it, and I'm going to touch on it later. But I've got a man of the right of me, Saucy, ladies and gentlemen, that is just itching at the bit. So go in, Saucy. Tag away. Take another deep breath. The sound of every fucking Wallaby supporter that was in that stadium in, in, in... in Leon, Leon, in, in both games. Look, see, this is the thing. I've, I've been stewing. I've been brewing about the Fiji game. I've been stewing. I've been brewing about the Wales game. But we had Pearl on, the great man. We couldn't talk about the Wallabies. They didn't deserve our fucking attention no. that, in that game. And I said, I want to come back to it. We're, we've we've probably we've probably missed the jump on what I've wanted to say. Yeah. Drew Mitchell has fucking hit the nail on the head on that on that GBR to the Gbra pod, which I want to give a huge shout out to. That shit's fucking fantastic. Great, great it's, work, Drew. It's Drewy. fantastic what they're doing. Uh, but we're better. We're OFD, and we'll bring them on if they want. What I want to, what I want to, um, I just want to say, I've got so much that I want to say. Say it, mate. If it comes out wrong, I don't give a fuck. I'll pull you in. Um, firstly, the players, right? The fifteen, the twenty-three, in the squad, in, in the, the uh, in the in the whatever fucking however many they take. Um, I just want to say it's not your fault, but it is. Mm. You know, you're the ones putting on that Wallabies jersey, but you deserve that jersey. You do deserve the jersey. No one's taking that away from you. Um, you're the ones that played the game. There's some that there's some that probably shouldn't have deserved the jersey. It's uh, what I'm saying is it's the Wallabies that. Um, from Wish, it's the governance. It's it's the Wallabies from Wish, and what I've got here, <laughs> what I've got here, what that's for you, Samuel. He, what we I've are, surprised him. Oh my god! So we thought we might go ahead and buy the uh, the little. What do you call these things, Berkey? Oh, what are they? What are the Wallabies selling on their fucking website? Yeah, what are they? What are they? What are those little little French berets? Berets. Give it, it. Bear with us, shareholders. We put these berets on. Hang on they, a second. Uh, How they do aren't, I scrub up? Which they aren't officially. Fucking wallabies material because they, they don't are. deserve our fucking money. They right don't. They don't deserve our money. We've gone to Wish and we bought these fucking berets <laughs> um, because it's <laughs> the, it's the wish. It's the wish. It's the wallabies of Wish. The oh. Wish wallabies. And you know what? I wish you were fucking better, bruh. I wish you guys knew how to play rugby. Okay. So first off, I just want to aim at Eddie, and I want to say no, let's to the whole him. coaching staff, which actually includes—I don't know if you know this—Brett Hodson of fucking getting lassoed Def- by by Talis fame, who's a leaguey defensive coach. Yeah. Like, what does he know about fucking defense? No. Ask Gordon Talis about defense. He dragged you out of the fucking arena, bruh. <laughs> Jason Br- Riles. Jason Riles of getting dropped by Craig Bellamy fame, bruh. Yeah. Pretty sure you couldn't cut the mustard in Melbourne. Why do you cut the mustard at the fucking Wallabies? What do you know about Rugby Union? And then we've got... Apparently, s- just let me go, bruh. <laughs> let me go. I'm fired up. What do you know about rugby, Eddie? I mean, what have you done except coach every fucking team in the world? Japan, South Africa, England. Probs not in that order. And apparently you want to coach fucking Japan again. Sort your shit out and pick who you want to coach because it's clearly not Australia. You don't give a fuck about the team you're picking. You're thinking about 2027. Think about it, brah. I'm having all sorts of issues of putting on this beret. Who cares? They don't fucking... I I mean, I've got a better chance of putting on this beret than fucking Eddie Jones knows about winning. So, look, I've given given him the baton, shareholders. I gave Saucy. That was outstanding. I've got more to go. Okay, the way he just fucking took centre stage and let rip. 
My issue with Eddie Jones is, and I'm going to take you. I'm going to take you back, right, yep. shareholder. I'm going to take you on a timeline. This is how Eddie Jones likes to roll. So we sacked Dave Rennie, which to us. We couldn't get it, right? We said, okay, they've sacked Dave Rennie. I've later found out that Rugby Australia sacked Dave Rennie over a Zoom call. Wow. Now, over a Zoom call. Mm. What was – um? you Ouch. keep going. You okay. keep going. And now, I'm going to find – we sack him for Eddie Jones, right? And we all go, you know, that most of the nation, they said, fuck, Eddie, he's been there, he's done that. We'll, we'll take a punt. We'll take a punt with Eddie. So then we lose a couple of games. We lose to Argentina. And Eddie Jones, he heads to the microphone and he says, oh, fuck, it's the process, Australia. This is how it's going to be. Just trust me. Right. So then it gets to team selection. And he picks a young team because, oh, Eddie's more worried about 2027. Just one thing quickly, I'll butt in, in there. This Thanks, is huge man. for me. Sonny Bill said it. Drew Mitchell said it. What What's wrong with this World Cup? Well, Why can't we win this World Cup? Why you, are you preparing for 2027? Do you go into a fucking Origin Series? Does Freddie or Billy go, no, look, I'm going to pick a young side this year so we can blood them for next year. Maybe if you lost the fucking series. You don't do that at a World Cup. It's four years apart. This mm. is you go and I'll, and I'll come back and I'm going to name some of the players that are available and eligible that are fucking that well, ready yeah. to ready to rip and tear for the Wallabies because it's absolutely profound that you think that it is okay and acceptable to pick a team of young bloods that are all 20, 21, 22, 23. It's fucked that you think that they can you can do this and prepare for a 2027 World Cup. I fear if I was in like a court right now, I'd be like, Your Honour. <laughs> like you step let, in. Let me speak. You step in. Let me speak, Your Honour. You go, bro. Anyway, Saucy kind of took the words out of my mouth. Now, my biggest thing with Eddie Jones is, is he he's always got an arterial motive, right? He's always he knows what he's doing. Everything he does is strategic. So then, when he named the team, everyone thought, "Well, this is fucked." We said it here on OFD, you know. Where the fuck is Quade Cooper? Where is Michael Hooper, the captain, one of the greatest sevens we've got? And Eddie, oh, they're they're injured, they're injured. So then big Willie Skelton came onto the scene out of nowhere. And Tate McDermott, he was vice-captain. Fantastic. Way to go. Great player, though. Great player. Both both are good players. you You get your leadership roles. That's great. And they say, oh, they're injured, this and that. So then they pick this young team. And then he does a press conference at Darwin. At Darwin to begin with, right? At a fucking airport, and the journos go after him, and fucking Eddie gets his knickers in a knot, and he says, "Oh well, if if you if you think we're shit house, just keep saying we're shit house. Just keep saying we're shit house, right, Eddie?" So we could tell the Wallabies that you had picked, and this is no disrespect, but this comes back on you. We're shit house, right? And he knew he knew this. So then it comes out allegedly that he started interviewing for a. Japan role. This is crazy. Now, you fucking tell me that you've got this five-year plan and after six months, Japan rugby comes knocking on the door and you want to take a Zoom meeting and then when the press conference on the weekend comes and the journos question this allegedly shit, you want to shut down the press conference. No, 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 brother. You don't get to fucking have a Zoom meeting with another nation and 
And then when the fucking journos come after you and say, hey, what's this go? You want to shut it down? Nah. You don't shut it down. And that's the thing as well. Answer the question, The journos are there. As much as sometimes you hate journos, that's their job. They've got to ask those shitty, uncomfortable questions. And hats off to them. Fucking berets off. Oh, baby. Beret. Beret on. My issue is, and this is my biggest issue, you know, everyone talks about when you when you play for your country, it's like going to war, right? Mm, it's yeah. it's like going to war, okay? Now, Eddie Jones is like the commander, right? Now, can you imagine me and you, Saucy, we'd be going to war? Yeah, right? we're going to war. Okay, now I'd we're- be, I'd be crying if I had a Wallabies jersey we, singing that national anthem. We're a formidable force, all right? Now, obviously, <laughs> I'd, I'd have a fucking shotgun or something to protect me. Now, if I was going to war and the bloke that told me I was having to go to war was fucking Eddie Jones, and Eddie Jones said, mate, you've got to go to war and you've got to fucking defend me. All right, you got to defend me. And then little do I know, Eddie's in a fucking tent <laughs> taking a Zoom meeting. <laughs> Fuck you, Eddie. I'm getting bullet shot at me while you're fucking in Japan with submarines and all sorts of tanks and shit. <laughs> Fuck no. That ain't how it work, Eddie. So this is my plan. I want the whole governance of Rugby Australia gone. Yeah. I want Hamish McLennan, if that's his name. I don't even want to know his last name. You mean nothing to me, Hamish. Fuck off. I want grassroots completely changed. We're going to start from the bottom up, all right? And we're going to use the Brisbane Broncos model. (laughs) (laughs) Well, something that's fucking successful is for one. Seriously. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to introduce you to Dave Donahue, all right? And you're going to have a meeting with Dave Donahue at Red Hill. There's a fantastic legacy across the road. Good coffee. And you are going to learn how a rugby club is built from the bottom up. From the bottom up, because guess what? When you get grassroots right and you get rugby right, you get what's happening on Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. You get the Brisbane Broncos, where they are a team full of kids that come through the academy that play Origin, that play for Australia. So that's right. they They will bleed fucking gold. They play for you, and guess what? Kevy's not having a fucking Zoom meeting for a fucking job for who knows what. The fucking Cowboys? Warriors? Kevy would never even fucking fathom that. It wouldn't come across his mind. See, this is the thing as well. This is the thing. I want to touch back on Drew Mitchell and that whole G-bra thing with Sterling Mortlock. Mad name, by the way. Um, Who else they got? Adam Ashley Cooper. Ditto. Ditto. They get it. They fucking get it. And these are the people that are giving Rugby Australia a fucking reality check. And that's what it needs. Listen to me, Samuel. Listen no, to me I'm, right I'm now. I'm listening, baby. They need a fucking reality check because there's too many people that are wanking off and fucking wanking each other off because they're in those positions of power and they don't care. They don't they care don't about care. the game. They literally don't care about the game. And that's what's sad. It is sad because... There's, there's we, no one being held accountable. The fan base of the Wallabies, this is what drives me up the wazoo, is so strong, so strong. Like, our generation grew up watching running rugby. Yeah. We, we know how it's done. Now, what gets me 
is the fact that every time we get the ball in, our, in their red zone, we want to kick the we fucking put it on, thing. We want to put it on toe. Why the fuck do we want to kick the ball? This isn't AFL. I know you might be inspired by the Lions. This isn't AFL. Run the ball. Hold the pill. So I just want to go back to Dave Rennie, right? So he has... Uh, he had a record, unfortunately, um, mm. since taking over in 2020. Good choice of words. 13 wins, 18 losses, and three draws. Okay, so a lot of those I looked back on, and they were one-pointers. Remember when we went we went to Europe yes. and did that? You, the, we did we, spring we, tour. The spring, spring tour. tour. They were all one-point losses. One and, and, you know, they're still losses, but they're one-point losses. So it's not like it was so fucking... No. Out of out of reach that we could have won these games, but you've got to keep that in mind. You honestly do because margins as close as you know. I mean, last time I checked, it's what uh, what's Eddie's record? Six six and one or seven and one? Oh, uh, sorry, one and six, one and seven. Oh, uh, thirteen yes. and thirteen and eighteen ain't too fucking bad if you, if you're asking me. And this is the other thing I want to go into as well. A lot of these players I've listed here, you've got to talk to me because they might be injured. They I'll, might be I'll, out of contention. I'll respond. Um, Love the beret touch too. Yeah, no, the beret is brilliant. <laughs> you are um, look, this is this is where the I don't understand how this team has been picked. I touched on it before, and I said twenty twenty three. That's the current year we're living in. I don't know if Eddie is is with it or not. No, it ain't, not. It ain't twenty twenty seven. You no. are playing a world. Cup, a rugby world cup, the pinnacle of rugby. You are not preparing. You are playing for yes. your nation. You are playing for the now. You are playing for the generation that is watching. You are playing for all of the, the all the players that are playing. They're playing for now, okay? They're not playing for fucking 2027. Because what, what I'll say to that is when you want to build a culture, you need to build a winning culture. Correct. Okay? Yes. Playing for fucking five years away four. and losing. Four. Four. Well, it feels it should be five. It should be fucking ten years away. You, there ain't no playing later. These kids need to learn how to win now. Okay, so this is where I want to get into, right? You're welcome. Um, <laughs> Johnny Sexton of Ireland, yep. right? Do you know how old he is? 26. Do you know who Johnny Sexton is? Yeah. He's 38. 38. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Johnny. So 12 years off. He's, <laughs> he's an absolute stalwart of the Irish side. He's yeah. a freak. He ain't, he ain't just beat fucking uh, South Africa on uh, yes. o- overnight or on the weekend or whatever. Go the Irish. Yeah, I, t- I tipped them too. Yeah, um, go the Irish. We got a lot of shareholders from Ireland yeah, too. They're one and two in the world, South Africa and Ireland. Ireland's number two. Can they you beat imagine the one. what they'd put on us, those two teams? I don't even want to think about it. So, so here's where I'm at. So if you're talking about age and wanting to build, look at Ireland. Look at Johnny Sexton. He's 30 fucking eight. He is still good enough. He is still good enough. Yep. If you are good enough to wear the jersey, you you should be wearing the jersey. You should. So that goes both ways. If you're young, if you're young enough to wear the jersey, you can still wear it. But if you're old enough, don't fucking forget about them. Here's That's these right. names, mate. Quade Cooper, obviously available. Um, yeah, Michael Hooper, available. Obviously. So here's where I want to get into. Just just let me run with this. Oh, sorry, sorry. Adam Coleman is playing for Tonga, right? Sean McMahon, what happened to him? Oh. Jed Holloway, Pete Samu, 
Where's Hunter Paisami, Isaac Rodder, Lockie Swinton, Darcy Swain? Both of those two love to get a red card, and Ooh. I don't fucking care. Control, control their anger and win a fucking game because they want to win a game. They want to win a jer- They want to win that jersey, and they want to win that fucking World Cup. Scott Seo is thirty-one, right? Available. Why is he not playing? Alan Alatoa, former captain, he's injured. Twenty-nine. Falau Fainga, twenty-seven. Okay. You are this... Len Ikatao, he's injured. Angus Scott Young. Lucan mm. Salakai Lotu, slash Tui. Yeah, Tui. This is controversial. Controversial. <laughs> Harry Wilson was the most consistent Harry Wilson in Super should be in that team. Harry Wilson it's, should be in fucked. the team. It's fucked. Okay. Fuck, you're earning so, yourself a selection, selector's cat right now, This mate. is the other thing. Jack Dempsey, I don't know how this was allowed... Jack Dempsey, I don't know if you know him. He played for the Wallabies a few a few Familiar. games a couple of years ago. He's now eligible to play for Scotland. I don't know how that's legal to play for two countries, but it mm. is apparently. Uh, Mac Hansen, he plays for Ireland on the wing. Mm. He's Irish. He didn't play for. Uh, he, sorry, did I? So Mac Hansen is Australian, mm. and he's playing on the wing for Ireland. Mm. Okay, so how he was let go through the Australian system is fucking beyond me because he's probably their best, best, one of the best backs in their system. Mm. Um, they're two players that have been let go, right? There's probably there's probably a plethora, oh, there's a plethora oh. of more that, that play overseas that are that are being let go and they're playing for these other nations. That's fine if you want to fucking. Can I if tell you're happy you to for mediocrity? There's one that I used to throw great service to back in the day. Jack Cornelson. Jack Cornelson. That's playing for Japan. Playing for Japan, who I, who, who I think might get on the couch because I'm going to get him on the couch to have a word to us about this Eddie Jones. But we need a 5-8, all right? And, and Sam Green. I was just about to okay. say. Now, if you asked him, I don't think he's ever received a cleaner pass from dummy half like me. So I'll, I'll just say <laughs> this as well. You did, mate. Yeah, you did. You beat you beat Nudgy in fucking 2012. Keep Why don't you play it. for the fucking Wallabies, bro? Mark, I, I could have. And so, I'll, I'll talk to Sam Green about I, it. I think this is the whole obsession with Australia and Australian rugby is they want to build the next best thing and, like, they're, they're so obsessed with the with – the, the best schoolboy talent that's coming up and coming out that they put so much pressure. Look at Noah Lalesio. He was touted as the next best thing, right? Where is he? Don't know. Where don't is know. he? So Carter Gordon, you put all this pressure on the young man and he's probably going to be a great player in fucking five, five six, seven years. You don't mm. need to be the next best thing at fucking 20. You need a consistent performer. Look at Bernard Foley when he was playing in, in, Mate, in that I World saw, Cup. I saw footage. We, we, we went to the final of the World Cup. Shareho- I have shareholders. We have shareholders that were at the Leon game. Bernard Foley was skull and beers. Yeah, Drew Mitchell in the background. In the background. Now, that that is where Australian rugby is right now, that we have our potential sitting on the streets of Leon. Dunking beers, Correct. and that's that's where it is right now. You've got two blokes on the couch. We're dunking fucking cocktails on a Tuesday. And the finest forex is going and, down. And we're let, we're letting loose. All right. I'm obviously I've let Saucy's open the shoulders here. Samuel, I, am I am I going overboard or what? <laughs> he is. No, I I mate, I'm glad you've taken. Do I need to, to relax? No, no, mate. I should have I should have asked um, Janine if she could have given you a tequila shot before you teed off. Okay. I'm about done, <laughs> but what I want to what I want to say is, how is this our best selected team? 
Who no. come? Who is our selectors? They need to be held accountable for this because it isn't our best 15. It isn't our best 23-man side. It isn't our thir- best 30-man squad. I do not understand and this is, how this has been allowed. I do not I do not understand it. This is what I'm saying. And I and, and I will final I will finally say no, I'm not taking go. away I'm not taking away from Ooh. the the players that were selected. No. You deserve that jersey. More than more than fucking anyone. You are a wallaby. Well, and no one can take that away from you. Well, you you are a wallaby. Whether or not you should be a wallaby is a different story. I'm my. I've got a little quick one, and you know this is going to come across as a real attack. David Parecki. David Parecki. Yeah. Parecki. Right. Be, now care, he, be careful here. Now I'm going to be careful. He got named captain on the weekend. Yeah. Now last, huge honour. Now last time I checked, was Tate McDermott not vice captain to Will Skelton? How yeah. does how does the vice captain who's starting the game <laughs> when the captain's not playing well, run out as not captain? Well, I w- I'll say that Tate got knocked out, right, and didn't and didn't play. But he was so Dave Parecki was he captain in the he captain the- against Wales. I want to know how Tate McDermott is the vice captain of the Wallabies. Which game did Tate get knocked out in? No, 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 no. I want to know why Tate McDermott, who when he goes off on tour as vice captain and then he comes onto the field running out and he's he, not captain. No, he, he started the game He started Wales. the game not as captain and he's <laughs> vice captain. That's a fucking How great point. How does David Parecki, who's not vice captain, be run onto the field as captain? It's a great point. Now, that there to me, that there, which no one's decided to bring up, is a prime example why Rugby Australia has no fucking idea what's going on. The reason you name a captain and a vice captain, it's leaders. When a captain goes down, your vice captain stands up. Well, guess what? Your captain went down, your vice captain's there, and then we're going to give it to Dave Parecki, who, by the way, we couldn't win a fucking line out to save ourselves. And when we threw a line out, we didn't even have jumpers. Yeah, you're right. We didn't even have jumpers. What the fuck? And then let's top it off because now I'm going to be on one now. Now you've wound me up. Good. What I love is we've got a fullback. We've got a fullback. How the fuck are they doing a chip and chase inside our 22 and we don't have a fullback? The 22 isn't the goal line. It's not rugby league where you put the fullback on the 22 and you defend your fullback in the line. No, 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 no. That ain't how it works. You put the fullback back and then he defends for when a chip and chase or a grubber, they can stop that. Oh, dude. But no, this is Rugby Australia. This is how Eddie Jones coaches because Eddie Jones thinks he knows fucking everything. Eddie Jones, there's a reason that we've now got all these rugby league players coming across. There's a reason we've got rugby league coaches coming across because we've got no fucking stock that Eddie Jones wants to pick from because he's so stubborn that he decides that he's got to go to league we have people available harry wilson he's sitting there samuel burke he's sitting there (laughs) now i I just gotta say (laughs) as well we gotta move on from these fuckers just quickly yeah we do we will move on after this i want to say just quickly is carter gordon right 
Carter Gordon. Oh, genau. You hook the young fella after 50 minutes. Ben and then, Donaldson is it. Ben Donaldson ain't it. <laughs> he's, he, not it. he's not a bad player. I'll give him that. No, he's But is not he a starting it. 10 no. or a starting 15? No. No one had heard of him a year ago, no. really. Like, I no. mean, it's just, it just, I just can't believe that this is our side that we're taking to the World Cup. Mate. I cannot believe it. Honestly. And then what does that do to Carter Gordon now? Oh. What does that do to Carter Gordon, who who has gotten who's who's been propped up on this pedestal to be our number ten? And you Pin hook him. Boy. You hook you hook him. Like if you, if you're gonna back your whole fucking 2027 concept, just keep him on, keep him on him, let him learn. But no, you hook him. Like what does that do? And because he couldn't kick goals, I watched footage of the Rugby World Cup. Bring you back a bit because you know I love a timeline. I watched footage. Of, we were playing South Africa in at the New Zealand World Cup. I think it was was it 2011. James O'Connor would have been 21-22. Robbie Deans, I believe, was coaching yeah. at the time. Yeah. Now, what did Robbie do? We had a we needed a penalty goal, about 40 out, 20 in from the sideline. Robbie Deans just said, "James O'Connor, have mate, a go. You go back and you kick this fucking ball. Have a fucking and go. you you slot this for your country because I believe in you." What did what did what did Jock do? He went back and he fucking slotted it. He nailed it. Nailed it. Good nudgy boy. Now, that is coaching. That is belief. That is knowing your players. Get the job done. We had Rocky Elson, big Rocky. Oh mate. Rocky, yeah. nudgy boy. Oh, fuck you. Nudgy. You know what you I know mean? What I, reckon, I reckon there ain't enough nudgy boys in the fucking team. Oh, well, mate, if, if they win, we need winners. We need winners that win. And right now, Eddie Jones isn't a winner. He's no, a he's loser. Never, he's never been a winner. So send him packing. Send him to Japan. Let him fucking twiddle with who knows what over in Japan. If he sees out this five-year contract, I'm not here. Oh, well, I'm he's already even. committed. He's committed himself to the fucking cause because he's so committed. If you were so committed, you wouldn't have fucked up when you left. How's my beret look? Oh, get the fucking berets going. Tell you what, those cocktails were absolutely delicious. You want another one, Bull? <laughs> Mate, I, I'm in a mood. Are you? Good. It's shall we move on? Shall yeah, we Shall get, we get out of Wallaby sphere? Get, get out. Shall we, shall we calm down a get little bit? Get out of Wallaby bring it, Bring it back down to earth and just... I started this pod absolutely on fire. We both did because we were so G'd up about the I love, Lions. The, I love we this We were G'd potty. up about the Bronx. I love, I love this potty, potty too. Now I just need to get out of this mood of wallabies. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't want to. Well, just hashtag just, TBQ. You know. Hashtag TBQ. Right. Who is the legend of the week? Well, my legend of the week. I'm glad you said it. I didn't say it when I, I when I called one of the greatest races that this this potty's ever heard. It's Lockie Neal. Oh shareholders. Yeah. Oh shit. It yeah. is Lockie Neal, and it's rightfully so. Now let me tell you about Lockie Neal. Lockie Neal is now a dual Brownlow medalist, okay? Lockie Neal is now so far up in the Lions' uh, The den? The den, but where do you want to say it? In terms of the players we've had. The ranks? The Lions' ranks? The ranks. Now, Lockie Neal, okay... He did things that we didn't think he could do. He kind of slept under the radar this year. Yeah, and yeah. Lockie's Lockie. Lockie doesn't want the fucking accolades. Lockie just wants to get over the footy and get a good hard fucking disposal. He's pretty good, isn't he? 
Oh, mate, he's pretty handy. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty handy. So what I'm going to tell you, shareholders, and this is going to fill your boots with a whole lot of confidence. The last time a Lions player won the Brownlow medal and had a GF that week, Acker and Simon Black. Holy shit. Now, how did those results pan out? Dub, dub, motherfucker. <laughs> so, so, if the trend continues, guess what, Lockie and the Lions? Dub, dub, motherfuckers. <laughs> the pride of Brisbane. The pride of Brisbane's going to be up. And this is what I love because the Lions and the Broncos have just built such a fucking good brotherly. You know, some some brotherhood. Well, it's brotherhood. We're one in all in. We're all heart. You know, yeah. with all the shirts. If the Lions get up on Saturday afternoon at the MCG, not only will Brisbane be rocking, but the hotel that the Broncos will be at will be shaking. Shaking because they have so much lead in the pencil like the rest of us. So much lead that they're going to do. You know they're going to be watching it. Oh, fuck yeah. All of Australia will be watching it. All of Brisbane will be watching it. Mate, this is... The Wallabies might even be watching it. This is what we do. This is what we do. So right now, we've already requested that the Lord Mayor start cutting two keys. One for the Lions, one for the Bronx. Okay. The Wallabies, it could have been three, but... No, get get away from those fucking idiots. Never was going, never was to be. So that's that's how it is, shareholders. We are in for the like last weekend was awesome. If you're a Brisbane fan, obviously we know we've got shareholders that aren't. Yeah, and like you know we love you, but just let us enjoy our moment. Let us enjoy Brisbane fever, Brisbane mania. Brisbane Bonanza. I don't Fuck, know. I love this. Keep coming up with a fucking Brisbane slogan. Yeah. Just make sure you tag TBQ and we are going to fucking let this party sing. All right. Well, let, let's end what's just been my favourite app to date. Okay. Grand final week. It feels like grand final fever because it is grand final fever. The episode's had it all, really. Oh, we've we've gone from north to south, and I'm I'm feeling a lot more north. I mean, north is south, east is west, and west is nowhere to be found. <laughs> My old fella is pointing north at the moment, but uh, <laughs> we got to end it on a on a really good note because Let's we 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 soured it down a bit. It wasn't our fault because the Wallabies are the Wallabies. They're the Wallabies from Wish. We yeah, the wish wallabies. We wish they were better. But, Samuel, what do you got for me? So, we, what we're going to do is, shareholders, we're going to give you a same game for the Lions and a same game for the Bronx, and together we're just going to join it yeah. just to fucking paint this town maroon and yellow. And so, you know what maroon and yellow actually equals? It equals off pink. Oh, shut the front door. So I'll, I'll do the AFL. So look, I, I gave you a tease with what it is, but I've added in just a bit of black and white to it all. So it's Brisbane 1 to 39, Lockie Neal for 25 disposals, Jack Crisp for 20 disposals, and our favourite, Charlie Cameron. Oh, Charlie. He's going to kick three plus. Saucy, what do you got for the NRL? Pretty simple. Uh, Berkey, we've got Brisbane one to twelve. We've got Ezra Mann 
and we've got Steve, uh, Stephen Critic right. And I think that we've we've got to we've got to pay pay our respects and give give credit yeah. where it's due. We like to say that we don't really want him to score, but he probably will. Exactly. He's, he's, a, he's a he's a handy player. But look, we've got Ezra. We have Ezra. Ezra doing Ezra things, and he's going over. He's going over. So for seven leg shareholders, what do we got? Look, two hundred thirty five to one. <laughs> But obviously we're going to price pump the living shit out of that bitch. And we got 269. There you go. 269. That's an OFD special. That's our jam for the weekend. We've had a few shareholders, so we'll, obviously forgive us. We'll write that up and we'll put it out there to you. We'll post in the group. We've also named our obvious um, – I've named Fleggy. And you've named... Uh, Fleggy. I've got Charlie Cameron for Norm Smith. And my and respective Clive Churchill. For, for Clive Churchill, look, I'm going to go with my little uh, sexy little boy from the Goldie, Paddy Carrigan. Oh, yeah. Is he from the Goldie? No, he's not. He lives on the GC. So, Paddy, if you're listening, I'll be up at you your sure place. I'll be at your place in a couple of weeks' time, mate, when we're still going. Yeah, he, <laughs> he lives on the Goldie. Attaboy. Uh, one other thing. One other thing um, as well. If you don't like that multi, then just go Lions 1-39 to and Broncos 1-12. to Yes. And you will have funds in your account. That's probably the play, but we obviously like to get a little bit more pork on our fork. Yeah, you can say that again. Look, as well, this has been – this is you said it. It's been one of my favourite potties as well, Samuel. And I just love – Coming here midweek with you, bruh. Mm. Punishing a few fucking golds. Cheers, my man. Cheers, my man. Grand and, final week. And having and having a cocktail. That that cocktail was just delicious. Mate, yeah, I think we might need to get another one. Yeah, you best believe. Oh, we're gonna yeah. go downstairs and we're gonna we're gonna rip and tear, baby. Let's play that song for the shareholders. Go the Bronx, <laughs> go the Lions, <laughs> and go fucking Brisbane! <laughs> <laughs> Olympic City, baby. Oh. This is our week, shareholders. This is our week. Show this is your our colours. God, that was good. That was awesome. You. Should we neck? Should we neck? Yeah, let's knock this back. Oh. Shareholders. We've gone off cuff here. We uh, have gone off fucking the grid. We were ready for this and we've delivered. Tuesday. This is awesome. Fuck. Kevy, I tell you what, if the boys are fucking training as hard as Saucy and I are, and obviously Fagan, happy Tuesday. Good luck to both teams and make sure you are. Gamble responsibly. Always gamble responsibly. <laughs> we'll see you next Monday. Thank you, shareholders, and thank you. This is the OFD podcast. Off-field drama with Sauce. And Berkey. Thank you.